Hey everybody, welcome to Kingdom Smarts. I'm Shannon. And I'm Jake. And today we are answering some emails and some Twitter questions. Yeah. About presumably Chain of Memories, probably some other stuff. Uh, I think it's our first of many bonus episodes. Yeah, we don't know how many we're doing this time. We have at least two others planned. Yeah. But who knows? Uh, I, I don't know. I know you want to get a jump on Kingdom Hearts 2 because it's very dense. So yeah, we might. so much. But there's also a part of me that's just like, hey, what if you like replayed it? I'm like, no, that's more time, idiot. <laughs> and then I'm holding a controller. I'm like, yeah, but what if I replayed it? So I guess what we're saying is we're going to have about eight more bonus episodes <laughs> <laughs> to get you a nice little buffer. Also, before we uh, get into it proper, I there is a hashtag that I have muted. So if anyone wants to talk about Kingdom Hearts, I've muted it on my timeline, my personal timeline, not on the Kingdom Hearts timeline, because uh, Shannon is usually the one on there. Uh, but if you use the hashtag KHFree, uh, then I will not see it. So you can talk about whatever you want. If you want to tweet to Shannon, just use that, and I will never see it. <laughs> Hopefully it solves a lot of problems. I hope so. Because it looks like a lot of people are starting to replay the games, and I keep seeing a lot of people live-tweeting it. Yeah, and I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, so we're, let's, uh, let's start with an email. All right. Um, so we got two emails from Riley that are from, one is from Sora's half and the other is from Riku's half. Uh, hopefully I remember the stuff that happened on Sora's side to answer these questions. Here's the thing. I need to because there will be a test at the end of, the, <laughs> at the end of these bonus episodes. So Riley says, hey, all, I, so I'm writing near the end of Sora's part of Recoded. I think he means Rechain. Yeah. Okay. Because Recoded is a whole separate thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Also, holy shit, there's another part. I had no idea. Uh, so I will send some questions near the end of Riku's stuff for your questions episode two. Uh, so to start off, question one, Jake, with your knowledge about Kingdom Hearts so far, what is your prediction for the overall plot of Kingdom Hearts 2, just beginning to end, uh, <laughs> what in your mind is the place the story goes? I have no idea. As, <laughs> as evidenced at the end of our last episode, I don't know. <laughs> There's no way to predict anything. Like a, a nugget of it. Do you have any idea what any tiny part of the plot could be? I mean... <laughs> No, because like, like they go to Disney Worlds. I know that, but like, what the fuck else? I, I anything that's not like they go to Atlantica, they go to Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't even know any other ones that are there except for those two. <laughs> uh, like, I have no idea what to predict. Uh, here's here's what I think. Uh, Sora is gonna help his friends out, and um, Riku's gonna. Uh, be very cool and hopefully he gets to hang out with his mouse dad but again i didn't i thought that they hadn't found mickey mouse yet i thought that was gonna be like the end of the series as they find mickey mouse but like <laughs> nope motherfuckers just in chain of memories yeah he immediately shows up yeah so like maybe he's also in kingdom hearts too so that goes out the window i have literally no way and honestly i don't want to try to think about it because oh here i mean maybe they'll reveal that number one is riku from the future <laughs> so <laughs> uh maybe that'll happen uh, question two, out of the organization 13 members, which is your favorite? Shannon, I'll, I'll let you answer this first. Um, out of, I guess, Chain of Memories, my favorite's definitely Larxene or Marluxia. They're probably tied. Okay. Uh, mine is Larxene. She's very mean. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I like that. I liked, I, th I thought I was going to like Zexion, but then he just got super fucking brutal at the end there, and I was not a fan. <laughs> In his defense, he was kind of backed into a corner after watching all of his friends get murdered by a child. That's true. 
I still don't think it's a good reason to be that mean to Riku. <laughs> I like that it's not that mean to like a younger person, but that mean to specifically Riku. He's been through a lot. (laughs) He's had a rough life. And Zexion has been watching, so he should know that. Yeah, he should know, of all people. Uh, Question number three. Since card battles went very badly, what other ill-advised battle systems should Kingdom Hearts try next? I don't know. I don't think I play enough video games. Oh, whatever. Like the Final Fantasy turn-based system where you have like a little bar that I don't know what it does. Oh, the wait, the timer? Yeah, I have no idea. I played a little bit of whatever Final Fantasy is on the Super Nintendo Classic, and it sucked. I hated it. I hated playing it. It was not fun. Uh, So that, I would say, if something I don't want to happen is that. I love turn-based battle systems, but they definitely belong in the 90s, and I don't think they would work for a game like Kingdom Hearts. I feel like there's definitely a way to make it work, but you, I don't think you can... Like, King, like Kingdom Hearts, from everything I've seen, is like flashy and movie and like you're doing a lot of cool combos it's very punch first and ask questions later like a time system is definitely like i do my attack and then i have to run around and wait for my timer to loop back through yeah i that would be very bad uh question four i've read this, this is a rough one uh if nominee messed with your memories and put herself in your life as the most important person who would she replace and how fucking terrible would it be when you found out uh for me it would be my little brother scoot and the worst <laughs> I guess for me, it would be David, and I guess that I'd just be married to Nominee. We're going to assume that's an adult version of Nominee. Yeah, I hope so, or else there's there's a lot of problems with it that I immediately want to end. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if it was my little brother, I would uh, lose my goddamn mind when I found out. <laughs> Question five. This is the last one for this. Uh, what was your favorite Sora losing his cool moment? I don't know. Mine's when I think it's the second time we run into Larxene. And she's just so mean to him that, like, when she leaves, he's just, like, screaming and throwing his keyblade around and, like, stomping. <laughs> and everyone's just like, oh, my God, calm down. I'm going to go with that one, too. <laughs> I don't remember any of the other big ones that happened. I'm sure there were a bunch. Oh, when uh, at, at the end, I also liked at the end when he just, like, left Donald and Goofy. Oh, yeah. Because he was just, like, towards the end of it. And he was just like, fine, I'm just going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to my room because I want to. Yes. <laughs> I have a PlayStation in there. It's fine. Thanks again. And y'all do a wonderful show. I love this shit so much. Uh, thank you, Riley. That's the first one. This is the second one. I have not looked at this one yet. Uh, there's only three questions here. Uh, so here's the ones that are for round two. Uh, what kind of music do you think organiz- the Organization 13 members listen to? Uh, Zexion was 2000s emo, but obviously Axel is like butt rock, right? 100% yes. Yeah. Larkseen probably listens to... Uh, putting it in the time. So like this is like 2004. Yeah. So, huh, I would have been 13 or 14, I guess 14 or 15. Being born right in the dead center of the year screws me up so much. You'd think I'd figure it out, but <laughs> I don't know, probably like top 40. I feel like she's just like into whatever is on the radio. Yeah. My modern day version would probably be like, I feel like she would listen to Cardi B, just something super like, I don't know. When Cardi B is mean, she's so mean and I love it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh her and Lizzo. Yeah. Like, just just dueling between those two. Yeah, just music that's both angry and horny. That's all she's here yeah, for. Yeah, horny, angry music that doesn't care about your personal space. <laughs> um, and then probably, like, just some, like, I don't know, dubstep. Just, like, just some, like, nasty dubstep that's, like, not fun to listen to. I feel like she would listen to whatever she can play on a speaker and make everyone around her upset. 
Yeah. Oh, she likes those uh, otomes, those fucking horrible things. <laughs> That's her favorite. She just goes on YouTube and pulls up a bunch of kazoo covers of songs. <laughs> I don't know what anybody else would be into. Um, Zexi or uh, uh, not Zexion. We already talked about him. What's the other Vexen? I feel like he just listens to classical music because he's like wicked snooty. Or like NPR, something really boring. Oh yeah, for <laughs> for, for sure. You see that person that you go in a car that you just turns it on and like an audiobook's playing. You're just like, put on the fucking radio, you weirdo. Just, come on, you, there are people here. <laughs> uh, yeah, he listens to he listens to NPR talk about music, but he doesn't listen to music. <laughs> and I feel like Lexeus just listens to something really nice and relaxing. Yeah, uh, and Marluxia is probably like I don't know classic rock, hair metal. He's got the hair for it. <laughs> Second question is, who's your favorite organization? Jake, who's your favorite organization member? You asked that in the last one, so we're going to go by that. Uh, and finally, as of right now, who is your favorite character in the series, Jake? Uh, Riley, how dare you make me pick between my children? I think it's a tie between Riku and Sora. I honestly don't know which one I like more. I don't know. They're both great. They're both good boys. I just want them to be happy and okay. <laughs> They're good boys, Brent. Yeah. Uh, and that's it for that one. Uh, you want to hop over to do some Twitter questions? Uh, sure. All right. The first one we got is from Dark Data TRC. Uh, have you learned anything new while explaining the series to Jake? Don't explain spoilers, but did something come to light that you never noticed before? I assume that's for me. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, yeah, I already had my meltdown about I figured something out about certain characters that I can't say involving certain games that we won't get to for a long time. That, like, it was one of those, like, I knew all the information, but since I haven't, like, looked at Chain of Memories for so long, Chain of Memories was like, hey, remember this tidbit? I'm like, no, I forgot. Thanks, bro. Now all this stuff makes sense. <laughs> so in, like, five years, I can explain what I mean. Uh, it's probably going to blow my mind. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, you want me to do another tweet since emails are usually longer? Yeah, we got to we'll do, we'll do, like, one or two more tweets because I think we got quite a few of them. All right. Uh, one from Ryan at RJ Place Nine. Uh, Jake, what powers do you hope up upcoming organization members have? And then for both of us, who did you have, or who would you have direct a Chain of Memories movie? For the first one, I like it's it's kind of hard because I've only like watched some of the videos, so like I don't know if what Vexen's powers are other than has a shield. Uh, like, his are ice. Ice. Okay, so ice. So. Um, and, oh, and then Axel's is fire. Oh, yeah. that makes sense why he killed Vexen so easy. Oh, yeah, he mm. had type advantage. Yeah, he had type advantage. It was super effective. <laughs> then I th we've seen Earth and um, Vexen's is illusion, or Zexion's is illusion. Yeah. Larxene's lightning. And I and that's it. That's all the members we've seen, yeah. right? So I'm assuming that somebody's got time control because, like, it, it would be weird to not have that on the table. I feel like then that would be just the most fucking annoying fight ever. It's just like, oh, rewound a couple seconds. Oh, sorry. I, I think, yeah, time control is the one I would most like to see. So that would be pretty neat. Um, as for who would direct, I don't know. Who would you have? Who would you have direct Chain of Memories? Mine's movie? a weird answer, but I have reasons. I think Wes Anderson would make a hilarious Chain of Memories movie. I was gonna say Wes Anderson because of Moonrise Kingdom. I just feel like he's so bizarre in how he tells stories and makes people act that I feel like he could tell a very emotional story while still having it be weird and cartoony. And yeah. like, the way he does villains is just so like fucking bizarre that I feel like it would fit perfectly for all these weirdos. 
Yeah, that would that would work really well. The other my other choice is like my go to for any who would you have direct this, which is Guillermo del Toro. I think Guillermo del Toro could probably just direct anything that he wanted. I want him to direct Kingdom Hearts one so he can do that spaceship. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he would have so much fun. Oh, uh, he would love that gross spaceship. Uh and and if he did Chain of Memories, you got the mechs at the end. He's already pretty good at those. Oh yeah. <laughs> he has practice with those. <laughs> Wes Anderson w- is a very good answer also chain of memories is so like talking heads and he's really good at like making a frame interesting while someone's talking directly to the camera yeah for sure so that way it would just be like a lot of info dump it would be like you know a lot of stuff going on plus like it would look because he always like just beyond like the like the shot actual shot composition like it all of his movies like look very different yeah like, just, like, the color palette. He's, like, he's very specific about, like, color choices and everything. Like Oh, he's insane. Have you ever seen any of his scripts? Uh, no, I would love to, though. They're insane. He's He writes down everything that shows up in frame. That's crazy. Yeah. So his scripts have to be, like, 400 pages long. <laughs> yeah, I think, um... Because there's a YouTube channel I love called Lessons from the Screenplay, and I think they did one on Wes Anderson, or they mentioned him, and they showed, like, a paragraph that he used to describe, like, someone's desk. <laughs> I was just like, I love how insane you are, dude. Yeah. Yeah, definitely him for Chain of Memories movie would be very good. Yeah, and I feel like it'd be good for like all the organization members that don't get a lot to do that like one would be in the foreground talking and then like someone could be in the background doing something the way that he likes to do. Oh yeah. Uh everyone's favorite would be Lexaeus. Because he would just always be in the back doing something weird and you'd be like, Oh, I love that guy. Look at him. That, that happens in the manga. That's why I like him so much, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, he's he's got, like, this little puzzle that he's always doing, or he's reading manga. So, like, people will be talking, <laughs> and he's just in the background reading a giant, like, shonen jump manga. And I was like, we're doing shit, buddy. What are you doing? Look, he's a silent hero. He's got he's got, he's got to learn all about these heroes. That, that would be very good. Uh, okay, so this is from... Uh, Andres, who says, hey, I want to say thank you for the great podcast and ask you guys if you had any favorite music in the games. My favorite is our theme song because it's one of the three songs that I have heard. <laughs> I think I might have to be cheap and say my favorite is Dearly Beloved, which is the open, like, when you turn on the game, it's the first song you hear. Like, it's the like the load save screen. Like, that's Dearly Beloved. And it's also for... what I walk down the aisle to, so tiny bit biased. I was going to say, yeah, that... <laughs> Oh no, it's just like every game has it, so it's just like a really warm blanket that exists in every Kingdom Hearts game. So I'm just like, I hear it, I'm just like, oh, it's Kingdom Hearts time. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I like um, the the whatever our theme song is, Blast Off. Yeah, it's one of the Gummy Ship songs. Yeah, um, I think it's real fun, and uh, and I like Simple and Clean. I think it's a very good song. It is a very good song. Uh, I mean, that's probably cheating because it's like the Kingdom Hearts song, but... <laughs> Uh, they also say that uh, they sent in some of some actor submissions, but uh, we we must have missed them. So get your Google ready because these look like some more uh, Sentai Kamen Rider people. All right. Uh, first one is Tamali Matsumoto as Kairi. Was it Tamaki or Tamali? Tamali. It might be Tamaki. And that might be a typo. And it's from Kamen Rider Deno? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's Tamaki. Oh, she's adorable. And that's for Kairi? for Kyrie, yeah oh yeah she is she is super cute i can see her just giving whoever is playing sora and riku hell yes i think that would be very good um <laughs> uh, and the other one is uh tetsuya iwanaga for ansem who played uh 
someone on Common Rider X Aid. A Common Rider alum. I could see that. He looks a little young, which I know sounds weird because Anselm doesn't really look that old. Yeah, he he looks like a weird permanent middle age <laughs> in the games. Um, this guy, I think, would be. Uh, oh, he's also a pharmacist. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice little fact about him. Yeah, I I think he he would be pretty good. He does look a little young, so you might have to like. I feel like once he's like in costume, though, he would probably look the part. Yeah, yeah, and like just you know, there's there's like makeup tricks you can do that don't like make him look old, but look older. Yeah. You know? Um. But yeah, good uh, good picks. Actually, I thought of a casting for Ansem. Oh yeah. One of my me and uh, one of my work buddies, we both really love Bollywood movies. Okay. And the other day we're like, hey, you want to talk about Bollywood movies? So we did. And one of my favorite actors did like a villain song re- recently, Ranveer Singh. And I was like, you know what? You'd be a good Ansem, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that dude, look, he could be, he could do a good Ansem. Yeah. That's some nice hair. Yeah, he has some really good hair. Also, there's like one movie he did where he just like kind of refused to like close his shirt. So like, yeah. so he's tone, of, tone of tip, he's suited to be Ansem. Yeah, he's ready. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's do another tweet. All right, let's see. From Arashiko, we got, so clearly combining Kingdom Hearts with cards was a terrible idea, but CKT shows you guys know a thing or, a thing or five about gaming. What board slash tabletop mm. game mechanics do you think would jive better with Kingdom Hearts? And then the second tweet is, on a related, possibly overlapping note, if you were homebrewing a Kingdom Hearts tabletop RPG, what would you put in it? What system would you base it on? How would you make it feel uniquely Kingdom Heartsy? Uh, the first one, I don't know because I haven't played any of them, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what would fit or not. I feel like I don't know. I'm so like I so usually try to avoid combat or end it very quickly in tabletop RPGs. Yeah, which is kind of why I secretly play assholes and or murderers. So I'm just like, look, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> um but i don't know i my favorite uh tabletop system is pathfinder so my default is just like i think pathfinder jives really well with a lot of things or um what is it fate core i feel like fate core for the second question would work really well for a kingdom hearts rpg yeah you can do pretty much anything with that uh that would, i think actually riley is homebrewing a kingdom hearts rpg like tabletop now yeah, i remember he messaged me about it like a while ago so like I don't know. Hit up Red Rev Rye Bread on Twitter uh, <laughs> uh, and ask him. I I think uh, I also am the same way with combat in RPGs because, and also because most of my RPG playing is done on podcasts and fights slow everything way down. Yep. Um. So I try to avoid them or end them quickly. Also. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Which is why if you'll if you uh listen to Cool Kids Table uh, and you listen to any of the Fallen Gods episodes, we've only had like four fights <laughs> total <laughs> the last two well i guess the last three episodes that have aired are fallen gods and then we have one more uh that that has to air there are plenty of times where we could have fought but instead uh either shannon's character solvent shot someone in the head from the shadows or i annoyed people into solving <laughs> the problem that's why i like playing a ranger rogue because i'm like i can hide from the battle so i don't have to do anything but i can also still murder people yeah and then you get that sneak attack bonus so they die easier yeah and i'm just like look we're done you're welcome <laughs> look i solved this huge problem we we're about to have uh <laughs> yeah so same with that um i also think um for kingdom hearts there's a system called powered by the apocalypse it's like very easy i don't know if it would work very well for 
if you're trying to like recreate like any of the battling stuff i don't know a ton about that because it's not story related so we don't really talk about it a ton yeah but it's set up in such a way that like you you have two dice and you roll them and you add one of your four or five stats and it's like very simple and there are three outcomes there's like fail partial success or success and like depending on what you get like it's all kind of narratively if you get like a partial success it's like okay you get this thing like what you're trying to do does work but this other thing doesn't have which i feel like could probably work very well for a kingdom hearts uh yeah this very emotional uh story character driven game series yeah and there's so much in kingdom hearts it's just like since it's a video game, there's, like, a bunch of, like, comboing, and, like, that's how you'll get your different moves, or, like, you interact with the characters that you're with, and I just can't think of any way to make that work. Yeah. Outside of the Sailor Moon RPG system, because I've been looking at it recently for our Act 2 of, uh, Sequinox, but that system's also garbage, I can't recommend it to anyone. Yeah, it's it's real hard to say, hey, you should play this game, because it is... <laughs> Uh, I, w- I don't want to call it broken because that implies that at some point it was fixed. Yeah, there's there's no foundation in everything they tried to put on where the foundation should be. They just threw straight in a hole and they're just like, oh, oops. Yeah, it's like it's like when you're like 10 and you're like, I'm going to build a clubhouse and you end up building what is what looks like a structure, <laughs> <laughs> but you should never go in it or touch it. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> that said we've started cheating the system and do things kind of cinematically, which you can do combos and stuff in that because it's like fucking narrative fun time. Yeah, and I feel like that's a thing Sora would do. They're like, here's a list of rules. He'd be like, I don't want to read this. Yeah, I don't want to. How about instead, I just hit things on my keyblade for a little while and yeah. then you tell me when I've done it enough. So he'd just be the asshole. It's just like, just tell me what to roll. Or Riku's sitting there with all the books like, hold on, I have to read all of this. <laughs> Kyrie already read them and is just like, guys, yeah come on <laughs> she's the one like everything she has is super organized she has her dice out already sora has absolutely nothing on the table yeah <laughs> his character sheet is blank he's like i didn't know we were i thought we were gonna make it today that's what we were doing today good questions do you want to do christina's sure uh christina the first line of hers is shannon might want to read this first so i haven't looked at it yet i already read it and it is it is safe for jake okay so let me pop it open then uh, you might want to read this first uh, in case I phrase something in a way that might be spoilery. We good? Okay, here it goes. Uh, congratulations on making it through Chain of Memories. Here's some stuff for y'all to talk about. Jake, given what you currently know about the nobodies slash the organization, if you had to become a nobody slash organization member, what would your name, weapon, and element be? Um, well, okay, so you're trying to get me to on air create an OC, and that's <laughs> a lot of pressure, <laughs> and I don't know how well it's going to go. Um so I'll get back to that. I also will oh. actually, now that I'm thinking about it, we don't know the naming convention yet, so. I mean, it's an X. Everybody has an X in their name, right? There's more to it. Okay, well then I can't yeah. do anything on that. It would just be Jake, but the K would be an X. You still <laughs> pronounce it Jake. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, my power is that I could steal other people's powers because that's my favorite power because I, I hate deciding and I like not having to do that. I could just pick other people's. I can copy them, not steal. Well, if I was... <laughs> evil maybe it would be stealing i don't know and my weapon would be uh i don't know they get fucking weird one guy's got a book like what do you <laughs> what else is left what's left oh uh, it gets even weirder in kingdom hearts too yeah well i know one guy's got cards and like that just puts everything on the table like one guy's got a big blanket one guy fights a spaghetti like <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's about, so... i want to fight with spaghetti 
<laughs> and stroll into Dang. battle. What's your spaghetti policy here? <laughs> and then throw it in their face. Uh, it jokes on them. It's cold spaghetti too. She's like slightly damp, cold spaghetti. No one knows how to react to that. Um, I guess my weapon would be, I don't know, a sword. I like swords. I'm, I like Red Rangers. I'm boring. I just like a sword. No one has a sword that I've seen so far, uh, except for like Sora and Riku. So I feel like maybe they wouldn't know how to deal with that. They'd be like, ah, we're used to fighting shields and books. I don't know what to do with a sword. Um, and then for her second question is, Jake and Shannon, given what you all have covered on the show, I'd love to hear your pitch for a Kyrie-centric game, either funny or serious, whatever flavor you need to talk about it today. Uh, in case you need a starting point, this could include a general plot, possible worlds travel to, if any, allies, enemies, and maybe a battle system if you want to get technical. So Shannon? Yeah. What What would you like to see in a Kyrie game? Um, I'm trying to think, because in my head I'm like, well, it could be what she's doing during Kingdom Hearts 1. I'm like, well, she's not doing anything during Kingdom Hearts she's 1. She's unconscious for most of it. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Or you get real weird, and it is what she's doing in Kingdom Hearts 1, but you're inside Sora's heart, fighting off bad things, trying to attack his heart. Oh, that would be adorable. <laughs> like, all the worlds that she's visiting are just, like, the shadows of what Sora's already visited, so it'd be, like, chain of memories, but from Kairi, so she's inside Sora's heart, keeping his heart safe. Yeah. Oh, that'd be adorable. That'd be great. And, like, she can only go to the map as Sora goes to the map, so, like, it'd be alongside Kingdom Hearts 1, where, like, she's getting frustrated at him because he's stuck in the game and she knows where to go. Right, she's, <laughs> she's like, just, come on, we just need to go this way. And she's just there looking at, like, a blank wall where she's like, I, just, I know you have to go upstairs and that's where the bell is, and if you ring it, the enemy will show up, and then you go back downstairs. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Yeah. There's there's your Kyrie game. Uh, and I would say we should give it a Kingdom Hearts title, but honestly, how... How can you possibly figure one of those out? <laughs> and that's it. That's uh, that's all she's got. She's, she's like, that's all I got. It's late and I got to go to bed. Happy recording, y'all. Uh, thank you very much, Christina. Uh, all right. We got one from at Matt H. Taylor, which is given Disney's recent acquisitions of everything ever. I'd love to know what new worlds Jake wants to see in Kingdom Hearts. I haven't phrased this as a question. Sorry. <laughs> uh, disqualified. Throw it in the garbage. No, <laughs> I would like a Wreck-It Ralph world. That would be so good. Um, I would say big. Oh, that's right. Big Hero Six is going to be in the new one, isn't it? Yep. Because Big Hero Six rules. Um, Wreck It Ralph is one of my favorite Disney movies of all time, so I think that would be very good. What about you? What are some worlds that you would like to see? Uh, despite everyone always asking me, I actually don't want to see Marvel or Star Wars in Kingdom Hearts. I feel like the stories are too complex, and that doesn't work with what Kingdom Hearts is doing because we're going in in and out real quick. Yeah, you can't really drop into Star Wars. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Anywhere you dropped in would just be, like, really messy. Yeah. And I know, like, every game has a game that has a world that has people in it. Or, I guess Kingdom Hearts 1 did. No, so far, only Kingdom Hearts 2 just keeps being like, hey, what about real people, though? We're just like, stop it. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't work next to Sora's big feet and weird hair. And yeah. just like, oh, here's just some pirates. No, no thanks. <laughs> so, um... I would, out of Disney movies, I would love to see Princess and the Frog. That would be neat. Yeah, I think Dr. Felicia with Heartless would work really well because he already, like, controls shadows. Okay. And just, like, imagine if, like, his shadow came off the wall and was just, like, a big Heartless that you got to fight. That would be really cool. Yeah, that'd be neat. And then, like, you could, like, Sora could turn into a little frog with them and then get everyone to turn back to human. Yeah. And, um, what else would I like? 
trying to think what has already existed. It's my like all my favorite Disney movies are like the Disney movies, so they've already been turned into worlds. Right. Is Rapunzel a world? It's going to be. Okay. In Kingdom Hearts 3. So that's also one. I'm really excited for it. Um I guess the obvious um everyone wants Treasure Planet and Atlantis. I know they're not gonna happen because those movies didn't make money. Yeah, Atlantis would be so good though. Yeah, and so would Treasure Planet. I still I haven't seen it yet, but it's I, very I good. will take your word for it. I probably maybe I'll just get it soon and and watch it. It did lose Disney a lot of money though. It did kind of make Don Bluth not allowed to make movies for a while. <laughs> I don't think he made another one for quite. Has he made one since? Oh, Don Bluth didn't. He did Titan A.E., which was the not Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet. Oh right, he didn't do Treasure Planet. He did um fuck am i thinking of anastasia and i also just found out he did rockadoodle yeah uh, because because jen uh saint Ange just did a picture of goldie and i was like oh another human knows about rockadoodle i don't think anybody has ever talked about it but me i love rockadoodle it's so good (laughs) i just like sing like in my head like chanticleer's like rockadoodle like like that just i just sing that in my head all the time i'm also like one of three people that really liked on blue's thumbelita like, I know it's very bad, but I kind of love it. I saw it a long time ago. I could not tell you anything it's, about it's it. It's not good, but, like, Thumbelina's voiced by Jodie Benson, who did Ariel. Okay. And it's just really hard to get upset at her voice. Yeah. And the character sure. designs are really cute. Well, Thumbelina is. The guy's the exact same guy in every other Don Bluth it's Don, movie. Don Bluth's boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I guess most some Don Bluth movies are owned by Fox, which now Disney kind of owns. Yep. So, so an Anastasia you, movie would be pretty cool, or world would be cool. Titan AE. Put Titan AE in the games, you cowards. <laughs> Titan AE would also be cool. I was just thinking, like, Rasputin, like, summoning an army of Heartless would be really oh, cool. Oh, that would be very good. I'm trying to think of any others, but, like, other than, like, I just want Wreck-It Ralph the most, because, like, imagine him popping in and being in, a like, a video game, but a different video game than they are oh that'd so, be like, so cool or they look... pop up into kingdom hearts so it's the opposite it's people come into their yeah. world yeah <laughs> oh that'd be great that'd be so good <laughs> uh also even if you went to their world it would that just like it'd be really weirdly meta like you're in a video game going into video games <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, so like Sora would just be really confused as they're talking about video game stuff and like how to play kingdom hearts and they're just like what, what? are you talking what are you... about right now <laughs> this is my life People are dead. <laughs> or um, I would like to see more Pixar movies. We're getting two Pixar movies in Kingdom Kingdom Hearts three, which I'm so stoked about. Yeah, like I wanted that way more than like Marvel and Disney. I was just or Marvel and um Star Wars. I'm just like no, but like you guys have owned Pixar for way longer. Why are there yeah. no Pixar worlds? Right. If like, the only like literally the only Marvel thing I would like to see is Spider Man. Or, I mean, Wakanda would also be very good, but most, I'm thinking Spider-Man mostly because my favorite Spider-Man game is Ultimate Spider-Man, and the web-slinging that is just so satisfying, and I'm just like, that would be a cool, fun time to have. What's the Spider-Man video game where you have to help some kid find a balloon, and it's really obnoxious, because it happens I, all the time? I think it's probably Spider-Man... Two, I think? Two. I just remember the whole, like, I lost my balloon! And you're like, okay, I'll go get your goddamn balloon. I'll get your fucking balloon, fine. <laughs> oh, Sora would get along so well with uh, Spider-Man. With Peter? Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, in um, in Ultimate Spider-Man, you can play as Venom sometimes. He has this really nice, like, super jump that's very fun. Uh, but when he fights the Rhino, 
uh, when Peter fights the Rhino, he like sees the horn. He's like, "Is that a horn on your head, or uh, or are you just any?" And then Rhino stands up. He's like, "I am so scared right now. I can't even finish my dumb joke." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, you're perfect. I love you." That's amazing. Yeah. So those worlds, yeah. I guess. <laughs> and I guess if I had to pick, because like I've already Kingdom Hearts three is literally giving me the world I've wanted since Kingdom Hearts two. So I already have what I want. Well, I'm going to get what I want, but if I had to pick another Pixar movie, I guess Inside Out would be fun. That could be neat. I still haven't seen it because I've heard it's very heavy and... It's heartbreaking. Yeah, I don't know if I'm ready for it. But I feel like if it was just Sora hanging out with them and running around in people's emotions, it'd be really cute. Yeah. And if you just didn't like touch on the parts where I cried for like 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. There's <laughs> no up world, for the love of God. Yeah, I mean... Like, look, it yeah, it would be real fun to run around in that jungle because they can't do Tarzan anymore, but, like, not worth it. I don't yeah. think it's worth it. Because <laughs> then there doesn't be a point for, like, oh, why are you guys here? Oh, I have to leave. Oh, the start of the movie. Okay, I'm going to. Oh, and you're mad at the little boy? Oh, that's also very sad. I'm going to go. Sorry. Hey, goodbye. <laughs> Wait, which world is the one that you wanted since Kingdom Hearts 2? Is it uh, Toy Story? Toy Story. Yeah, and we're getting it in Kingdom Hearts three. And when the trailer started, like the second I saw the wallpaper of the back of the room, I started crying. <laughs> I I think it's gonna be pretty good. I saw a little clip of him. He's got little joints and uh, nice. in his elbows. He looks like a little toy. It's very good. This one is from Alan, our buddy. It's called KH Questions. Uh, it says, "Hey guys." Uh, as always, I adore your show. I love getting to be a fly on the wall as Jake learns all about the craziness and fun that is Kingdom Hearts. Uh, I, <laughs> with that being said, and keeping everything hashtag KH free, I have two questions. Uh, thank you. One, Kingdom Hearts is a game of metaphor, poetry, and sometimes spaceships. What is your favorite metaphor that has been explored and why? The second question is, based on what you know now, this is mostly end with Jake, what do you think Kingdom Hearts actually is? We'll get to that in a second. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's very complicated. Uh, so... Favorite metaphor? I don't know. It's a pretty deep question. <laughs> trying to think. I mean, like the the stuff from Riku's side of Chain of Memories. The like the it's not his darkness. It's it's yours. And you know it doesn't yeah. control you. It's like that like nature versus nurture in a real weird way. Like it doesn't matter like what you think you are as long as you just be what you want to be. Like that's what's more important. Yeah, and I, I also like that he cuts through like the whole like. You know, it's really easy to be like, everything's evil or everything's good, but Riku's existence is like, no, that's not how the world works. There's gray areas. Yeah, and that's me. Yeah, and I'm so I'm gonna I'm gonna walk right past you, you fucking wizard mummy. Get out of my <laughs> business. <laughs> what about you, Shannon? I guess the my mine's the easy answer. I like the whole like when they say heart, they mean like the concept of a heart instead of the your physical heart because everyone always likes to make the joke is like oh you lost your heart you die i'm like no it's what makes you a human being and what yeah it's what gives you empathy and makes you care about things like it's you know not quite a soul but not quite like your physical heart it's just like somewhere in between where it's like the meat of you as a person yeah like you could still be you without it but would there be a point to it right yeah yeah i like that a lot too um, and then what do I think Kingdom Hearts actually is? I think it's a series of video games. I think at the end they're going to be like, this Kingdom Hearts has been the friends we made along the way. <laughs> the friends and or enemies or just frustrations. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the friends, enemies, and Atlanticas we made along the way. 
Um, and that's it for Alan's email. Oh, sorry. Uh, finally, sorry, I lied. Uh, finally, I leave you with one more question. I lied before. Oh, so double liars cancel itself out. Uh, Shannon, how would you describe Kingdom Hearts two using using only one word or phrase? Uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I don't. There's there's so fucking much. <laughs> <laughs> She's having, like, you guys can't see. She's having a little bit of a crisis. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. How do you boil it down to a one little digestible nugget? It's the continuation of Chain of Memories. Okay. <laughs> Hope everyone played it, or at least listened to our coverage. Yeah. You, you, it's, you wake, it's a boy wakes up from an egg, and then everything else happens. It's a tired teenager with messed up hair going, what? <laughs> yeah, my son, it's that image of that SNL skit with um Andy Samberg as and then he's got like the captions like teenager that just woke up. Oh yeah, was at the news desk and yeah. she's like, mm. That's it. That's my <laughs> coverage for Kingdom Hearts 2. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh that is the end of Alan's email. So thank you very much, Alan. The next tweet we have is from at uh Joe H himself. Uh, does Jake have any ships so far? Does Shannon have any that she can talk about so far? Yes, uh, Sora and Kyrie. <laughs> uh, they're very cute. I can see where people are coming from with Sora and Riku. I can I can see that, but I think it reads a lot better as friends to me. But I think I think Kyrie and Sora are just super cute together. Uh, and I and I am just mad that she doesn't get any screen time pretty much at all ever. So <laughs> that pretty much sucks. Yeah, that's also how I feel. Like I love. I'm either it's Sora and Kyrie or it's Sora, Kyrie, and Riku. Like, I don't know. Sora and Riku ship has unfortunately been ruined for me, but thanks to like the 2005 forum days of Kingdom Hearts, where oh, it was yeah. just You've like, been in this, in we this ship for Sora too long. and Riku, which means we have to throw Kyrie in the garbage and she sucks. We have to literally kill her off and like. <laughs> yeah. So, like, whenever I think of Sora and Riku as a ship, I think of that. So I'm just like, I can, because, and like, I had canon Riku as Ace because I feel like he just has no interest in any of it. Okay. And so it's just in my head, I'm like, it's either Sora and Kyrie or it's Sora, Kyrie, and Riku. So you guys cannot get rid of Kyrie. Yeah. It's like, honestly, people are trying to get rid of Kyrie a lot, it sounds like. And the games do good enough job as is. Like, why, yeah. do, you, why do you need more? Why do you need more reasons to get rid of her? Uh, and I'm going to have a lot more to say about it when we get to Kingdom Hearts 2, just because I remember having discussions with people about some scenes and I'm just getting, like, angry at them. <laughs> and well, um, I guess we already talked about my the ship I had to throw out, which is Zexion and Lexaeus. So that's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You st scuttled that ship, probably for the best. <laughs> I ship uh, Larxene and invading people's spaces. <laughs> Backslash Larxene and me. <laughs> Larxene in people's personal space is a very good OTP. Yeah, because uh, she's always up in there. <laughs> or uh, Vexen in science experiments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, him in science, that's my OTP. The only, the only other ship that I like, and again, I am experiencing Kingdom Hearts in the absolute weirdest way anyone ever has ever. Like, literally... I don't think anyone else has ever done this in in specifically this way or else this podcast would be irrelevant because there would already be one out there. But I kind of like nominate and Sora. I kind of liked. I could see but, that. But like, 
at the same time, like explicitly at the end of that is, no, there's someone more important to you and it's Kyrie. Yeah. And and then he's like, hey, next time we see you, we're going to be friends for real. And I think that's the better option anyway. So. Yeah, that's how I feel about a lot of things in Kingdom Hearts. Because like, don't get me wrong. I love shipping and I love when shipping feels like, you know, social gaps that canon destroys. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, there's also a part of me like, but what if friends? Friends are also yeah, great. That's that's my big problem. And uh, I edit Sailor Business, uh, uh, episode by episode recap of Sailor Moon. Chris and Jordan talk about this a lot. And it's one of the very few things that I agree with Jordan on. <laughs> um, it's uh, like, if you ship everybody, then you are taking away the meaning that friendship has. Yeah. You know, like, you don't need to be like, oh, these two are close friends. They must be in love. Like, yeah. no, you can just you can just be friends. That's a cool thing. It's a weird erasure that people love doing. Yeah, and I especially feel that way with like anything that shows like male-to-male friendship because there's so few media that's just like, hey, here's two dudes that are very like close. Yeah. And they're just friends. Like that's and it's perfectly fine and no one says anything because I feel like there's a stigma there that just like and that's where people are like, no, they're shipped. And I'm just like, but like it's also really important that, like, you know, dudes can see that they can be friends and be emotional with, like, their male friends and it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and like, the same thing with, like, with male and female uh, friendships that I feel like that also gets, like, always, always, always and everything oh, yeah. is like, is like, oh, they want to fuck. Or, counterpoint, maybe people can be friends. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Internet, chill out for two seconds. Yeah. Or just, like, I guess... But the stigma's still kind of there with female-to-female friends. Like, I feel like they can also have the closeness, so then people are just like, oh, well, like, they can also kiss, but I'm just like, all right. But, like, it's also still, it's like, just, in general, just let friends be friends. It's cool. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, it's the thing people get hung up on. Um, I'm watching a lot of Brooklyn Nine-Nine right now. Uh, spoilers for Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay, if anyone wants to get out now. Um, so, Charles in the first season has a crush on rosa and then she's like not interested and he's like okay and they become friends and they have a really good friendship and it's the first fucking time that's ever happened in the history of anything ever i love it i love it so much it's so good like at one point uh in like late season two she's like i don't know like what text to send my boyfriend he's like all right move over let's do this and he's like in the shit with her trying to be like let's make this work let me let's send your boyfriend a good text and it's like that's so good that's so good that they did that yeah i, lo- I love charles and rosa so much they're so they're such good friends yeah uh it's it's very good it's 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 a really great show and i should not have slept on it for so long but on the upside i got like 60 more episodes of yes. it so <laughs> but yeah i guess that's my sh- my soapbox of just have both both are good yeah both are fine like it's cool like i'm not like you know we're not gonna ship shame anybody if that's yeah. if that's what you're into that's fine um i mean yes i will if you have like a gross one i will be like hey that sucks yeah <laughs> I, do I am an adult now so like looking at like when i was playing these as a teenager i'm like yeah 16 year olds with everyone it's fine and now that i'm an adult i'm like those are children holy yeah. shit no yeah holy shit uh <laughs> why does everyone want to see this 50 year olds kiss stop it <laughs> let them just live their lives <laughs> fuck's sake uh, yeah, so uh, thank you for tweet. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so yeah, sorry, that got off the rails real quick. It's all right. We got it out now, and I'm not saying it won't come back up later. Yeah, but 
you know, now we can at least refer back to this to be like, here are our feelings on that. <laughs> this one is from Will. I don't know if there's a question in it because I haven't read these because I am the least prepared boy in podcast town. <laughs> uh, it says, hey, I just wanted to say thanks for the amazing podcast. I've been a fan of Kingdom Hearts since I was about six or seven years old. I'm 21 now. Oh, I'm so old. I'm my bones. <laughs> yeah, speaking of being old. Uh, the entire series means a lot to me and I've made a lot of friends because of it. Uh, and I've always used the name Sora and Riku as my online names. Um, I kind of fell out of love with it for a while uh, because my PS3 died before Kingdom Hearts 2.5. Oh, that sucks. Um, Before that came out. Uh, But your podcast made me realize how great it is. I can't wait to hear Jake's reaction to the rest of the series and how Shannon makes sense of any of it. (laughs) So no question, but that's that's really great. If there is any series that I feel like you should make friends around, it is Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, when we get to Kingdom Hearts 2, I'm going to have a lot to say because like, me and my best friend became best friends through Kingdom Hearts 2 because it was something we bonded over. Nice. And like, we used to like, I've replayed Kingdom Hearts 2 so many times because we would go to each other's house and I would, we would fill up save files with just certain points so we could see our favorite character. So we kept replaying the game to get to a save point and then make <laughs> that separate save file just so we could refight our favorite organization member. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. <laughs> That's great. So yeah, thank you very much for the email. It's it's very nice. I yeah. I'm glad you're liking the show. I threw my phone on the ground. <laughs> you're just you're so happy. I'm so excited for you for you for all <laughs> of us really. All right, we got another Twitter question from uh, Placus. What is a battle element slash mechanic slash system slash style that you would like to see? Basically, any changes to the current battle system or an entirely different one? Which I guess uh, is again mostly for me since you don't actively play them. Yeah, um, here's my change. Make it like Breath of the Wild. Because I want every game to play like that now. But I haven't played any of them, so maybe they're fine. (laughs) (laughs) I will say it would be nice if the worlds were a tiny bit bigger. So it's not just like, hey, these two rooms are real cool. Bye. Well, it seems like Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to answer that question. Oh my god, those worlds look so huge and I'm so excited. And there's there's like people in them now, which is exciting. I saw a background crowd in in the Tangled World and lost my mind. <laughs> it's the little things, really. Yeah, I was just like, I don't care. They can't put anything else in this game. I don't give a shit. There's people. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, my favorite battle systems are Kingdom Hearts 2 and Birth by Sleep. So, And it looks like Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to be a weird mixture of both of those. So my favorite battle system may end up being Kingdom Hearts 3. I don't know. I'm mostly pretty happy with how Kingdom Hearts plays outside of some of the handhelds. <laughs> Specifically one we may or may not have just talked about. Yeah. Actually, I do hate how 3D plays. Mostly because I was very bad at it. And just like it took me forever to get used to because um, every other Kingdom Hearts game you have MP. Like every other ba- ma- uh, like magic system where like you cast right. a spell and you lose some MP. They had, like, a recharge on all your spells. Oh. So, like, you didn't have an MP system. You were just like, I use Cure, and then it would go to the bottom of your little list and start recharging. And when you're very bad at video games, you just have to turn your whole list into... They're all Curagos. So, like, if I'd Cure myself, (laughs) I'd immediately still have one available. So, like, I couldn't... I just had no combos that whole game, and I was really bad at it. Yeah, that, that sounds like it sucks. I yeah I I stopped playing uh, the Assassin's Creed games because they changed everything a little bit, and I was like, "This is not the game that I want to play." Goodbye, <laughs> I'm out. So uh, yeah, I, I get that. I do get why they changed it because it was on the DS, so they needed room on the screen, and they had another 
there's like another gauge that's not magic and that gauge right. was important to like a plot point so or it's the title of the game it's a plot point it's just a new mechanic so they're just like no we'll do that and get rid of magic and here's a new system to like trip up shannon and have her just be very <laughs> upset this whole game even though it's a very good game so no spoilers but dream drop distance is a fucking gauge that you have to worry about yes you drop <laughs> between dreams and you have oh. a drop gauge, and that's how long you're awake for, basically. Okay. Yeah, it's not my favorite, <laughs> but like it was, it was an interesting thing. It just sucks when you're in the middle of a boss battle, then you drop. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have to go back to the beginning of that boss battle, and you're just like, oh, God, fine. That sounds like it sucks pretty bad. <laughs> All right, so uh, it's from Lewis. Lewis says, hey, Shannon and Jake, as someone who owns a pair of rose-tinted glasses exclusively for viewing Chain of Memories, I'd say it was refreshing to hear you both cover this wonderfully awkward game. I have three questions. First is, what is your favorite early theory that has been debunked, or at least that you presume to be debunked? Uh, which Organization 13 member would have the coolest spaceship mode? You're walking a thin line. And how Castle Oblivion, why Castle Oblivion? Sort of was the subject of weird memory control powers. Uh, which belong to Castle Oblivion and which to Nominee. So first one, what's your favorite early theory that's been debunked? Everything I say gets debunked within two episodes, <laughs> except for so far, Riku, uh, number one, might still be Riku from the future. We don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, you did lose immediately with Riku being the Keyblade. I, like, he's wearing, he's the same colors as the Keyblade. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I, he just transformed. We didn't see him for a while. No idea. He was reaching for it, and then he got a keyblade. It all made sense. <laughs> Everything was there. You know what? I wouldn't. I would not put it past this game to have someone be a keyblade. <laughs> That's it. You put a heart into a sword, and it becomes a keyblade. It makes perfect sense for this game series. It kind of does, and I'm really upset about it. <laughs> That's Kingdom Hearts. I figured it out. Crack the code. <laughs> Oh, that Walt Disney, if it's not Diz, is the Keyblade. <laughs> Do you have any theories that were debunked? Like any Kingdom Hearts 1 or Chain of Memory theories or any any theories that were de debunked by then? Because we can't really talk about theories that are debunked later. Um, for, I actually know, had the opposite happen where with all like me and my friends, we made OCs and would do like RPs and stuff. And I called some stuff that happened in like later down in the game so like when oh, i got really? to 3d and some stuff started unraveling, and i was like oh shit was i right about something i was right <laughs> to like the left of it but like i was in like the same thought pattern and i was just like oh shit nice got you <laughs> like halfway but still you are kingdom hearts <laughs> we're all kingdom hearts really i think actually King to go back to um i think it was alan's question what do i think kingdom hearts whoever asked what i think kingdom hearts is i think it's when one time our tracks were exactly the same and uh now whenever one of us sleeps bad the other one does <laughs> i think that somehow we became part of the game from that <laughs> which organization member would have the coolest spaceship mode larxene i feel like larxene would have a rad ass spaceship mode oh my god it would, it'd be so angry it would be very angry and very slick and very fast with big antennas Oh god! Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, her little electric antennas. <laughs> I think that'd be very good. Zexion would have like the pointiest spaceship. Oh, you would not know where to hit that thing. Yeah, it there'd would hit be, you. There'd be so many things coming off of it. You would not know what to do with it. Oh, it'd be a nightmare. Uh, I also think Alexeus's uh, would be pretty good because it would be like a nice, big, bulky 
like workman spaceship. Oh. Well, but was just, it Rogue One that had the hammerhead ship, or was that Last Jedi? I can't remember. I think that was Rogue One. Yeah, it was in the battle above the yeah the world. He would be that ship where it just exists to pound into other ships. Yeah, it and just, just destroy them. them. Yeah. Uh, that'd be pretty rad. And then, uh, how Castle Oblivion? Why Castle Oblivion? This is a reference to my Power Rangers podcast, where we couldn't figure out why they were on Terra Venture or what <laughs> Terra Venture was. So Sora was the subject of weird memory control powers, which belonged to Castle Oblivion and which belonged to Nominee. Uh, does that get explained? Off the top of my head, I cannot remember. Okay. So I don't know. I the way I assumed it is that like him saying it was Castle Oblivion was false it's it's all nominee he was making nominee do it the whole because when riku's going through castle oblivion his memory's fine that's true um yeah the only like the only other thing is if castle oblivion did have any of it it w- i feel like it would be that like th- like just that the farther in you go the less you remember but they kind of get rid of that yeah for at least for sora because he at that point nominee is filling his memory back up with fake ones so yeah yeah, so I think that. I, I also, I think it makes more sense that it's just her and they're like, it's the place, obviously, because what else would you blame it on? Yeah, because you know? uh, Marluxia wasn't going to reveal his hand. He's not going to be like, oh, I have a little girl upstairs erasing your memory. He's like, no, you have to come yeah. find me. But the more you go through this castle, you're going to lose your memory. Yeah, and and also you're not going to like 360 no scope. Like, I bet there's a girl who can erase memories somewhere in here. Like, you're not <laughs> going to think that. You're going to be like, no, it's this place called Oblivion. That, you know, that's probably yeah. what's up. <laughs> this game has been an emo- emotional roller coaster for everyone involved. Thank you for having so much fun, Lewis. Uh, thank you, Lewis. I, yeah, I loved, I loved this, this one. Yeah. A lot I, of good stuff. As much as I do complain about Chain of Memories, I do love it. We got at Magical Pride. Uh, if you met a replica of yourself, what would you do? Who would win a, who would win a fight? What if you learned you were the replica all along? Uh, oh, woof. Um, well, either way, I'm going to say that I would win the fight because I'm cocky. <laughs> But I don't, I don't know. Oh, we would get so much done. I'd be like, oh, finally, someone can, no, here's what would happen. The reason we would fight is because it would be like, who has to edit which thing at which time? <laughs> and then we would just fight over that. I feel like me and my replica would definitely just like not get along because I've definitely caught myself like complaining about someone else's thing. And then David just be like, you do that exact same thing. I'm like, yeah, I know. I don't like me either. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the other part of this. The less fun part is that there's a lot of times where I'm like, mm, fuck that guy to me. Yeah. And if there was a physical version of that, it would not go great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hard same. Yeah. And then if I found out I was the replica I don't know. Maybe that would be like very relieving. Like, oh shit, you have the responsibilities, not me. Yeah, I'd probably, I'd definitely stop caring less. I'm like, oh, it's your life. Bye. Yeah. Oh shit, you're in debt. I'm, I'm fucking golden. <laughs> I'll see you later. Enjoy your deadlines and your student loans. Bye. Yeah. Oh, uh, Sailor Business, two and a half hours this week. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> see you later. Uh, I got another quick tweet. Okay. Um, if you had to design a Keyblade, what would it look like? I don't know. Bad. I'm not. I'm not very artistic. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Have you, Shannon, how many Keyblades have you designed in your life? Actually, not a lot, because I usually made Organization 13 OCs. Okay, so that was that was where you focus your energy rather than Yeah, I don't think I, because um, when Kingdom Hearts 1 was out, I played by their rules. I'm like, oh, there's only one Keyblade Master. They're like, right. I'm like, all right, so I'll make people without Keyblades. And Kingdom Hearts 2, I was just like, 
or I guess, you know, by the end of Kingdom Hearts 1, I'm like, all right, well, other people have Keyblades, but like. Yeah. (sighs) I just have all, I'm so exhausted. I can't. (laughs) So I've never actually designed a Keyblade. Oh, shit. It's actually kind of shocking. I mean, now you have something for a rainy day. Now you have a thing that if you've ne- if you heard like I got to do something I've never done before, you know what you can do. I feel like if it was like my personal Keyblade, it would just be like really tired with a bunch of Sailor Moon shit. Uh, yeah, mine would be. I mean, there'd be like a microphone on it, and it would be like you'd think that would give it like sound powers, but it wouldn't. It would give it like it would mostly just be adjusting levels. <laughs> or oh, like the I- actual like the uh, the blade or the part that goes up to the key the stem would just be like the sound waves or the yeah. uh, like adjusters oh that would, yeah the, if it was like sound waves, that would be really good um the other the only other thing i could think is if it like i cut a lot i'm i don't know if you guys know this about me i'm a fucking crazy person when it comes to editing i am literally the most judicious editor on the planet <laughs> and it's not fun or great so like it would have the ability to like cut out a bunch of shit it would be really good at cutting it would be a great <laughs> It'd be a great keyblade. It, yeah, it'd be good. It'd have a high critical range. Yeah. I feel like I would have a really short keyblade because you'd have to get in close and be very detail oriented. And then it would basically just be like if I broke my Cintiq and made it into a keyblade. That would be good. <laughs> there we go. Keyblades designed. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone wants to make fan art, feel free. Uh, so we got an email from Alan, different Alan, two L's and an E, not one L and an A. Um, there is a lot. There's a lot to talk about. We're going to skip all the other stuff and just get right to the questions because we're already at somewhere in the hour range. Yeah, I'm sure there's um, a lot that's going to get cut out, but. Oh, yes, for sure. But <laughs> um, just just on the in the interest of time. Yeah. Uh, so since you asked for some questions, here are some actual questions. So you're all asked by your awesome friend and presumably DM Alan, the other one. Yes. Uh, to describe the game as one word and said roller coaster. Um, does that still hold up? I guess that was last time oh, Alan yeah. asked that. Um, so Alan's got a thing now, so if he ever doesn't ask it, we know that he's been kidnapped and he's in trouble and we need to go find him. Also, now I know that I can just answer every time with roller coaster. Yeah, roller coaster I think absolutely works um, because the the game is very good at being like, here you are, you don't know where you are, you're not yeah. there anymore. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very well-balanced comedy where it's like, hey, you're going to be having fun until you're not. Yeah, yeah, and then all of a sudden I'm like, I don't trust Nominate, and it's like, oh, really? I don't know. Here's her story. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. You think Replica Ryu is kind of a dick? Oh, here's why. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Kingdom Hearts is just every gif of someone slowly drinking tea out of a mug. Yeah. <laughs> that part does absolutely still hold up. Uh, if so, what part is the loop to loop and what part is the course screw? I don't know how to answer that. Every part. Every part is a loop to loop and a course screw. It's very dizzying. That's why the games are so confusing. It's because you're upside down and moving around. You don't know where to go. Yeah, if you think you're going in for a corkscrew, it's going to end up being a loop, and you're just going to be like, oh, God, I'm sorry. (laughs) I didn't prepare my guts for this. Uh, This one's probably for you, Shannon. Uh, Do you think this game was easier or more difficult to summarize? Uh, Chain of Memories? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Chain of Memories was definitely harder to summarize, because, again, like... When I did Chain of Me- or Kingdom Hearts 1, it was really easy to be like, oh, well, Sora's running around and doing this, and they have a quick conversation about this, and then we move on to this, and here's, like, where I can quote, like, actual dialogue when I want it, but then just, like, keep paraphrasing. But, like, in Chain of Memories, everyone's standing around talking, and I was just like, I can't, I don't know what to do with this, I guess I'll just <laughs> read it. And then, like, I kept worrying that, like, I don't know if that's boring. <laughs> uh, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. 
yeah, in this one, there's definitely, and the worst part is, it's like, you can't even describe the scenery. It's a white room again. <laughs> yeah, they're in a white hallway, and they're just standing there talking to each other. I'm like, ooh, they, like, they turn around, or they fold their arms. They do yeah. anything. <laughs> we gave a lot of play to the samurai shots, because things happened in those. Yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, there are cutscenes because of the newer editions, but instead of reading multiple text boxes on the GBA, there are multiple cutscenes on your PS4, um... Any thought on how they could have made the cutscenes a bit more interesting visually besides having someone talk over their shoulder? Just, God, I don't know. Just have shit happen. Um, I I feel like the easiest way to do this is just uh, steal a bunch of Spielberg shots. Like, oh, yeah, just they're just talking, but just do some Spielberg shit. Like, that's how he made talking interesting in all of his movies. So yeah. or even like Coen Brothers. It like they do a lot of shot for sh- they do a lot of shot and shot back and forth. Yeah. Or, yeah, shot, reverse shot. I know what those are called. What am I doing? <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Just, like, every once in a while, they're like, hey, here's a cool camera angle. And I was like, oh, I'm paying attention now. And they're like, all right, now I'm just back to a close-up. I'm like, oh, now I'm not paying attention again. Uh, Yeah, a lot of over-over twos in this one. Yeah, I feel like there's just a lot of things they could have condensed or, like, like, again, it's a game, so there's gameplay. But if they did, like, a proper cutscene movie, I feel like having some conversations take place while you're fighting would be more interesting. Oh yeah, for sure. During the fights, that would that would be a lot better than especially for like Larkzine, where she's just being really snotty in the middle of fighting and like continuously like pushing Sora down and like making yeah. him come after. Her. Like I feel like that would be way better. But since it's a game and you have to go fight her for the game, like she doesn't have a choice but to stand around and do it. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, hey, remember when you were wondering whether Pete is a cat or a dog and mentioned how jowls are usually a dog thing? Have you ever thought about googling images of cats with jowls because it's adorable? <laughs> Um, also, Pete, pre-Mickey Mouse before 1928 in the Alice comedies was not a cat, but apparently a bear. So apparently Pete was supposed to be a bear, um, but then turned into it. I think somebody actually told us that he was a cat. Yeah. Um, but they also mentioned that originally he was supposed to be a bear. Um, that's Which why I guess very... a bear would also go after a mouse. I feel like a bear would go after everyone. Yeah. I mean, bears are nasty, especially depending on, uh, do you know what the difference between a Kodiak and a grizzly is? No. Uh, if you if they're chasing you and you climb up a tree, if it comes up the tree and kills you, it's a Kodiak. If it knocks a tree down and kills you, it's a grizzly. That makes sense. Uh, that's the difference. That's the, that's the only difference you need to know. <laughs> You're still dead, so you know. But at least you know which one killed you. <laughs> there weren't any collectible puppies in this game uh, because this game is already a pain enough. Also, um, you don't travel through memories, and I don't see how they can make that work. Uh, I, I think, think I, I see th- what they're saying. We're like. If you're going through memories, you're not going to be getting puppies for someone. Right, yeah. Uh, so any guess at uh, what the collectibles in Kingdom Hearts 2 will be? Um, I guess it's for me, because you would probably know. Yeah. Um, when, did, when did 2 come out? Uh, 2005. 2005? But like, I think it was the tail end of 2005. In my head, I'm always like, it's a 2006 game, but it came out in 2005. Okay, so 2006, I was... 17 i graduated 2007 so i was halfway through it i started my senior year uh i don't fucking know anything that was happening at that point <laughs> i was just a i was just a hormonal mess i don't know leftover cards from <laughs> kingdom hearts chain of memories <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah now it's just gonna be a collectible game yeah um obviously there's probably gonna be some more ansem reports i guess something like that i feel like that's something that they would keep in the bigger games something like like an ansem report that like would fill out weird parts of the world anywhere they can trick you and hide lore that you desperately need yeah i feel like they're gonna do that 
you're gonna read it all at the end of the game and be like, oh, this would have been nice to know. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, I don't know what movies were out in 2006, so I, I don't I don't know. I guess I'll find out yeah. <laughs> soon enough. And then, hey, Jake, any ideas about the flavor of the popsicle that everyone's munching on during the end credit cutscenes? It's blue, so I want to go with like a blue raspberry, but that's kind of easy. It's probably like blue sherbet. I don't know. I will say what it is. I when we get there, I can share a recipe with it because I gave it. I gave them away at my wedding. Oh really? (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I feel like it's a it's some sort of blue raspberry, which isn't a real berry. Yeah. But trying to think of other blue flavors, it tastes like an icy. That's what it it tastes like a blue icy. (laughs) Uh, Do we have? Is that all the tweets we had? Uh, we have one more. All right, let's do, this. let's do the last tweet. Uh, it's from our buddy Annie at Annie Zord. Uh, what are some of Jake's ideas for what different battle cards do in-game, or what should those cards do? Suggestion, a Mickey Mouse card makes Mickey appear on the field to tell you that you're doing a good job and he's taking you out for ice cream later. <laughs> Donald's card never heals you. Some battle cards. Uh, Ariel would show up, and she would just have, every time she'd have a random weird thing that would do a random amount of damage uh based on what it was like oh she's got a fork that's a, that's a one um but this time she's got a surfboard that's a, that's a three she comes out with the painting of the, the flame yeah it's <laughs> there's your nine uh yeah <laughs> obviously you could get a Kyrie card and it would just beat the opponent for you it would just it would just like Really give it to him. And then scold you for taking the nap. Yeah, right. While while she's doing all the work. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Any any ideas, Shannon? I would hope that a Maleficent card would come out to like talk shit about your boyfriend to you. That would be great. <laughs> oh, that would be great if you could just summon Beast straight up. And it would just be like full on angry Beast and he mauled your opponent. <laughs> and oh. you can't stop him because he's so mad. <laughs> Yeah, you can't stop him until he accidentally goes through, like, space and time and ends up on another world. You're just like, no, you were too angry. Oh, uh, you were so angry. You ripped through, through the fabric of the universe, beast. Or you can summon Peter Pan and he's just rude to everyone for you. Yeah, he's just a dick and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> he's just someone's mad mom that's here to talk to the manager. Yeah. <laughs> then we have another one for casting. Um, it's from JT. He didn't, uh, he sent in, like, Right around when we finished recording is when he sent in his other ones. Yeah. Um, but so we didn't get them. So there is an email. I actually know these people. Maybe we can just run through these real quick. Sure. Oh, there are some questions here at the end too. Okay, let's let's run through the casting real quick. Vexen, even I can't pronounce his name. Rion from Game of Thrones, the guy who played Ramsey. Yeah. Little young, but can play. He's a good crazy. piece of shit. Yeah, he's a real good piece of shit. <laughs> uh, Lexeus, Vin Diesel. Hell yes. yes. He's actually very short though. I don't, know if any, I, don't, I don't know if you guys know that about Vin Diesel. He's like 5'8". We'll put him on a box. <laughs> yeah, he, he give him his own Apple box. Um, Zexion and Bill Skarsgård from It. I haven't seen It. He's the one that plays Pennywise. Okay. Under the makeup, he's just a person. Okay. I can is see he that. A little, is he a little too old? I don't know how old this this. I don't know all the Skarsgårds. He's one of the younger ones. Okay. Actual Garrett Hedlund from Tron. That's actually very good. Which one's Garrett? Is he the main dude from Tron Legacy? From Tron Legacy, yeah. From uh, yeah, Tron oh, yeah, Legacy. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, he was also. I don't know if you've seen the movie Four Brothers, uh, starring uh, Garrett Hedlund, Ludacris, Tyrese, and Mark Wahlberg. I know the DVD cover because again, I worked at a DVD yeah. store. <laughs> uh, actually, a pretty good movie. Um, he was in that, and he's. I think he would be a real good 
Axel, actually. Marluxia, Eddie Redman. Um, I could see that. Sorry, that's Eddie Redman. I just only call him Eddie Redman. (laughs) From Fantastic Beach and where it is. I could see that. I like him as a... He's more of a serious actor, but I feel like if we got him on the level he was for, like, Jupiter up... Or... What's that? Jupiter Rising? Um... The terrible Wachowski movie. Yeah, Jupiter... Jupiter Uprising? Jupiter Ascending. Jupiter Ascending. Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> I was like, uh, something's going up, but I can't remember the word. <laughs> uh, speaking of Jupiter Ascending, and uh, Annie Creighton, uh, who is Annie's art, she has a podcast called I Will Fight You, which you were just on talking about Kingdom Hearts, yep. and I can't listen to it. Yep. Um, she, uh, she, they did an episode, I think their first I Will Fight You episode was about Jupiter Ascending. So, oh, um, so when you go listen to Shannon's episode about Kingdom Hearts, uh, you can just like travel back and listen to that one. And then Larxene, Nat- uh, Natalia Dyer. I I don't think that's I, this is the only one I don't think is good. Isn't that uh, um Nancy from Stranger Things? Oh, she's so nice. She's so nice, and she's really young. Yeah, I feel like I she'd have, be a good um nominee. I think she would be a good nominee. I like I like her a lot. I think she was really good. Uh, yeah. But I just I I just think she's a little too because Larxene is not like old by any stretch, but she seems like an adult. Yeah. And is a little threatening. Um Natalia Dyer, I would just not be. I feel super like she's at least about. like a young adult. Yeah. But yeah, I think she'd be a good uh nominee or um even Kyrie, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I either of those could work. Um and then for questions, I have a few for each of you. I'll start with Shannon. Uh Shannon, what was your first impression of the Kingdom Hearts One opening cutscene intro? I'm trying to remember what I thought of it when I was a kid. Reached back, deep, deep, deep back. I probably really liked it because I was sold on that game almost immediately. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I like weird dream shit that doesn't make sense. So when like, they're just like, hey, here's like artsy metaphorical stuff. I'm like, oh, that's my jam. Give it to me. <laughs> what is your favorite Keyblade from Kingdom Hearts 1? I feel like we talked about this. Oathkeeper. That's a good one. That's a real good one. It's, just, it's so pretty and I like the sentiment behind it. Yeah. Uh, what was your wedding designed to look, or was your wedding designed to look like any particular Kingdom Hearts world? No, I guess I can reshare what I did with the wedding, but, um, the way we did it is, like, it was basically Disney bounding, so everyone was different characters, so me and David were both Sora, our moms were Kyrie, my dad was Goofy, his dad was, um, Donald, my brother was Riku, my bridesmaids were spoilers, my- <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> My, the groomsmen were heartless, and um, in the reception, each table was a different world. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, so, like, the wedding party sat at Nightmare Before Christmas, and we had, like, an Alice in Wonderland world, which had a legit tree on it. <laughs> or we <laughs> nice. had, like, um, Atlantica. We had, um, I'm trying to not say worlds that haven't come up yet. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts we- 2 is our favorite, so we took a bunch from there. Uh, right, we right, had, yeah. um agravah which i still have the lamp from nice yeah and and if you go back i think to our first our zero episode you give the url for where you can see all this stuff if anyone wants to look at it or i can always just like repost it since we've been getting a lot of new people that are talking more that's true yeah there's a lot of reasons that shannon is uniquely qualified uh to to be on that side of the podcast (laughs) (laughs) and why i'm uniquely qualified to be on this side um because i thought they didn't find mickey (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then, uh, okay, finally for Jake, I have some weird questions for you. Cool. Uh, what kind of music do you imagine Kingdom Hearts uses? For example, is it more orchestral? Is it more electronic? Is it J-pop? What is it? Um, I've listened to a couple songs because Shannon sent me the soundtracks when we were trying to figure out like what we were going to use for theme songs. 
um, and things. It so I know that it's like video gamey. Like it's it's not like a great way to explain it, but I feel like you get what I'm saying. Like it's like yeah, you know, a it's like poppy video game. And I know some is just like straight up Disney songs. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, every, everything I've heard from it I liked because it's that like sweet spot of not techno, but like that kind of feeling yeah and i think you've heard some of like the boss music because i'll put up uh videos of like boss battles yeah and that's always it's always like real solid um i also have a problem in that i never listen to music in video games so like even if i had played it i probably wouldn't be able to tell you anything besides the disney stuff because i'd be like oh i recognize that from disney yeah the disney stuff is really noticeable because if you're like in atlantica for an hour and all you hear is under the sea <laughs> Oh, that's hell. Actually, yeah. what happened was you went to hell on, on accident. Yeah, I think that's also, again, why I hate Atlantica so much, because I kept getting lost, and I just hear that music over and over. I was just like, I hate this. I hate this now. <laughs> it's my second favorite Disney movie, and you're making me mad at it. <laughs> if you grew up on Destiny Islands, what would you be saying to Sora? I don't know what you mean. Like, oh, the, like, weird questions that they asked him at the beginning of the game. Oh, shit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't fuck. I feel, I'd be like, hey, I feel like they got it covered. <laughs> you good? Where's your favorite pizza place? Final question. Uh, which Disney World do you hope to see in Kingdom Hearts future? Uh, by the way, your voice is awesome. It's giving me feelsies for realsies. My voice? Oh, thank you. It's terrible, but thank you. Uh, thanks for doing the show, you guys. I we, I we talked about a couple worlds that I hope are in there. What do I think are in there? I mean, I know there's a Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't know pretty much anything in Kingdom Hearts 2 besides that. And I know Atlantica comes back. I know, and I know you go back to um, Halloween Town. Maybe you don't. Maybe I think you go back to Halloween Town. I don't know. Either way. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know a lot. I hope there's a Lion King. That could be cool. We didn't go to Lion King Kingdom Hearts 1, have, did we? No. No? Okay. Because I was like, maybe we're just thinking about Kingdom Hearts 1 and it's been so long, I forgot. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, my, that's my, my guess is Lion King. Because if you t- ask me to ask, like name any Disney movie right now, I probably won't be able to because I'm on the spot. Yeah, um, and Lion King is the Disney movie, so that's a solid guess. Yeah, it, it is like, it's the Lion King. Uh, it's one of those, like, every Star Wars movie gets compared to Empire, every Disney movie gets compared to Lion King. Yeah, uh, and then some jerks like me are like, it's just Hamlet with lions. <laughs> but that's, you know, <laughs> it's very good. It's really, It's my favorite Hamlet, so it's fine. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. That's all we got. This has been our longest episode ever, I bet. Yep. I'm sure we'll edit down. Yeah, for sure. Um, so good luck, future Jake, on that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what we're doing next week. Are we? Uh, do we want to do the manga next week? Oh, we can do that if you want. Uh, yeah, I have to read it. <laughs> I have seven days. I'm sure I could make that work. I actually it, have a whole weekend off, so I could probably. <laughs> it's like the physical ones only like one like big sized manga, so it's not like a lot. Okay. Uh, yeah, I knocked out like three volumes of my hero academia this week so like yeah then you could definitely knock this out because it's like a volume and a half of a normal okay. manga sweet uh yeah so we'll be talking about the the manga next week and then at some point we do have the lost episode yeah of the uh hundred acre wood which shannon like refused to go over again and i also <laughs> refused to listen to again so in my defense it's very boring yeah uh <laughs> yes it was yeah we did touch on it again and no value was lost yep uh yeah and no one complained yeah. see everyone's growing as people and we're really proud of you <laughs> um and then we got a quiz coming up and then maybe we'll do something else i don't know we'll, yeah we'll, we'll figure something out and yeah that's gonna be it for us this week uh thanks for listening thanks for sending in emails and tweets um if you guys do want to 
uh, talk to us on Twitter. We're at Kingdom Smarties, or you can email us at kingdomsmartspodcast at gmail.com. Um, if you want to talk to me on Twitter, I'm at Shannon Maynard. I'm at JJ underscore Mason. I've been Jake. I've been Shannon. And that's been Kingdom Hearts. I don't have any of these for bonus episodes. I'm going to pour some beer, sorry. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> it's like the world's biggest bottle, so I don't want to keep drinking from that. You didn't want to like <laughs> drink the 40. <laughs> <laughs>